Hi, welcome to the CND podcast. I'm Christopher Stewart. I spoke to Emma Bold, the Programme Partnership Project Manager at the Alzheimer's Society, to find out more about the Dementia Friends Programme. Firstly, I want to ask, how does one become a dementia friend? So there's many different ways to become a dementia friend. If you're an organisation, we suggest you get in touch with us via our website, dementiafriends.org.uk. And we have different routes for organisations. You can watch our videos online. We can either send you a presentation. You can do maybe a staff briefing. Um, If you're an individual or a member of the public, we also have sessions which you can book onto all across the country. What we need is we need the whole country to understand what dementia is, how it affects somebody, and then they can play their part in supporting people to live well in the community. Dementia Friends is a social action movement. It changes the way you think, talk and act about dementia. The session, whether you do it online or in the video or face-to-face, covers the same um, key five messages that dementia isn't just about memory loss. It's not a part of ageing. And it just helps you to understand a little bit more about how the condition might affect somebody and how you, in either your job or your kind of part in the community can help somebody. What benefits does becoming a dementia friend have to your patients? If you're in a community pharmacy and you maybe know a little bit more about dementia through Dementia Friends, it will just help you understand how you can help your customers. So if somebody's living with dementia, there might be some small things you can do to help them manage their medication better from if they're managing multiple conditions, prescribing the medication to be taken at the same time each day. So it it helps them potentially if they've got memory loss and it's less confusing. So if it's a carer and they potentially have to pick up multiple different types of medication to try and bunch that together so they have to make less trips out into the community. I suggest speaking speaking to your people you serve and see how you can help them. What benefits exist in introducing the Dementia Friends project to your pharmacy? One in three people will develop dementia in the UK. It's set to be the UK's biggest killer. So a large proportion of your customers will be affected by dementia, either living or they might be caring for somebody. So the benefits for the pharmacy about knowing a bit more, they'll be part of a community. We have dementia-friendly communities set up across the UK, which provides support for people, and there's a growing movement. So pharmacies can be part of that. It can also give your your business business benefits so people want to know that businesses are ethical they care about their customers and dementia is a huge issue for the general public and over the past couple of years we've seen that with increased interest so it makes sense for businesses to get behind dementia and just understand a bit more about what they can do it's funded through the contractual framework how can pharmacies go about getting this Firstly, you have to do Dementia Friends, so come visit the Dementia Friends website, create an account for your pharmacy, and then there'll be instructions on how you can watch the videos and become a Dementia Friend. Then once you've done that, you get in touch with the Quality Payment Scheme as part of the Community Pharmacy Contractual Framework. So you basically just get in touch with them, show them that you've done Dementia Friends, and then there's five points that are claimed at two different review points, which then you can equate to your payment. It's about 80% of your staff have to undergo the training, is that correct? So what we'd suggest is if you have an induction process, put it as part of that. So then all new staff um, joining your organisation will be dementia friends. And it's something which is really easy. You don't have to have all of your staff in the same place at the same time. You can get people to watch the videos in their own time later on and log on at a different point, which is easier for them. And we've also got support across the country that maybe if you have new people joining, we can have somebody to come in or they can join a public session as well. Do you have any other tips or advice you can offer pharmacies to help them help patients living with dementia? As patients and their carers, often their first protocol and the first people they will see will be those working in the community pharmacy. 
A really, really small thing which people with dementia have told us really helps them. Every health professional they encounter asks them what medication you're on, what's the dosage. So see if you can maybe print out a sheet of what medication they're on for all the different types of the conditions they're managing. That's a really simple thing which then if people ask what medication are you on, they can refer to that and they don't have to worry about remembering that information. Other things like signposting to living aids like pill boxes, technology which can help you remind you to take your medication. And I think the big thing as well, community pharmacies are in the community often people living with dementia might only interact with limited people and maybe their doctor quite infrequently they will have to go to their pharmacy weekly if not monthly so they've got a really really strong relationship so signposts to further support signposts to worried about your memory leaflets to help people get a diagnosis signposts to Alzheimer's societies local services and make sure people get support in their community Obviously, this is a difficult thing for pharmacy staff to talk about. If you're having a regular conversation with a patient in the pharmacy, what do you do if you suspect they have a memory loss or have signs which might lead you to believe that they potentially have dementia? So I think that it's, it's crucial that those outreach services do build in checkpoints to make sure that every so often they speak to the person living with dementia or a carer. And if they don't have a carer, make sure that they go back to the GP to make sure the medication is suitable. Those outreach services are incredibly convenient for some people with dementia. It means that they don't have to make a journey out um, to collect their medication. So think about ways in which the outreach service can bring further services to the person with dementia. Can they bring information to them? That's a kind of crucial link that somebody's coming to their home and potentially that could be signposting them to further support or advice which they weren't aware of. Should people signpost their pharmacy to let the public know that they are dementia friendly? Yeah, so if you join your local dementia friendly community, you can display information that you are dementia friendly and you can also display information that you've done dementia friends. Um, So if you contact the Alzheimer's Society, we can give you posters to say you've done dementia friends. And I think sometimes the simplest thing you can do, once you become a dementia friend, you get a badge. And wearing that badge gives people reassurance that you understand dementia, you know a little bit about it. So just wearing your dementia friends badge is a really, really big thing pharmacies can do. Obviously, this is a difficult thing for pharmacy staff to talk about. If you're having a regular conversation with a patient in the pharmacy, what do you do if you suspect they have a memory loss or have signs which might lead you to believe that they potentially have dementia? Yeah, so I think firstly speak to the person and find out if maybe they're aware of it. Do it in a kind of respectful, maybe a quiet place. Make sure you display information. The Alzheimer's Society has an awareness programme called Worried About Your Memory, both for people who might be living with dementia and their families and carers. And um, they signpost to how you can get a diagnosis. If you are potentially concerned about somebody do get in touch with their doctor and the doctor can then ask for the person to come in and kind of go through the right processes. I think that it is a very sensitive conversation to have so I think it's just considering the individual and kind of approaching it in a respectful way and just making sure that you signpost to the specialist support available through the GP or through Alzheimer's Society. If you suspect someone living with dementia isn't getting the care and support they need, who should you get in contact with? So pharmacists have a really kind of important role that they are in touch with the people in the community more often than other health professionals. If you are concerned about somebody, make sure you go through the right safeguarding procedures. Contact your local social services if you are very concerned. Contact the Alzheimer's Society. Contact their GP if you have that information. If you are worried about somebody, just make sure that you raise it to the appropriate body and then there's frameworks and kind of processes which can be enacted to make sure that person gets the support that's appropriate for them. 
What difference do you think the Dementia Friends programme has had since its inception? Yeah, so in 2012, I think that the country's understanding of dementia was quite limited. People had misconceptions and there was a huge stigma associated to dementia. Since we've launched Dementia Friends, 2.5 million people in the UK have gone through that session and understand a little bit more about dementia and have committed to take action. We're seeing, I think you can see it in the news, there's more interest in dementia and it's not so hidden away, but we still need to keep on doing more to get it out there. Is there still a stigma associated with dementia and terms we should try to avoid when talking about this condition? Yeah, so um, quite often there's a lot of misconceptions related to dementia. People think that it only affects older people, when in fact there's 45,000 people in the UK under the age of 65 who are living with dementia. So I think, think about your language. We advise people not to use the word sufferer because it puts the person second and the condition first. Just refer to your people who live in your community by their name or just by terms which are supportive for them and put them first instead of putting dementia first because they are a person first with dementia. If someone or a company is considering doing the Dementia Friends programme or undertaking training, what would you say to them now? I'd say definitely do it. It will take a short amount of your time and what you will learn about dementia will help you not only in your professional capacity serving and supporting customers, but also in a personal capacity. One in three people will die in this country with dementia. You will be affected at some point in your life. So it is important you understand what it is and how you can help somebody. That was Emma Bold, Programme Partnerships Project Manager at the Alzheimer's Society, discussing the Dementia Friends Programme and the role of community pharmacy in helping these patients. If you enjoyed this clinical podcast, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or your preferred Android app. Thanks for listening.